Welcome to What Would Ani Say podcast, where three Ani share the challenges, joys, and everything in between growing up as Korean females in Canada with the hope to connect and empower the next generation of Korean Canadian female leaders. Hosted by TK, Yuna Lee, and Ellie Hong. Hi, everyone. So, welcome to episode six Finding Personal Mentorship. If you like our content, don't forget to give us a follow on Instagram at What Would Ani Say. So in the previous episode, we Anis talked about our experience with finding mentorship in our career. So in this episode, we wanted to talk about some of the difficulties we faced in finding more personal, informal mentorship in our lives. So subsequently, we found that there were many sources of less conventional mentorship and advice we can benefit from. So in this episode, we wanted to talk about these non-conventional ways of mentorship and how that helped shape our lives. Uh, we talk a little bit about our own mentorship identity and what we hope to give back to our mentees and listeners. So to kick off, um, do you know why don't you tell us a little bit about you know your mentorship journey, about finding a personal mentor, and what was that experience like? Well, I would have to be very honest about this, but I don't know that like I had a very solid personal mentor when I was growing up. So I think like in my like youth, kind of like in my high school, um, and maybe like in my middle school, I was like so much focused on kind of adjusting to a new culture because like I had immigrated like at the age of like twelve, like thirteen. So like my focus really wasn't on like doing the best I could. It was kind of like keeping the boat afloat and just kind of like belonging and making sure that I can like fit in. And so I think like somewhere along the lines of that, like my search for a mentorship was not really a priority. And in a way, like it wasn't really even emphasized like as something that I should be looking for. Like I didn't know I should be looking for a mentor. Um, and then I think as I like went on to university, um, I think I started looking like a little bit here and there, but again, like I was kind of focused on like getting through my studies and I don't think I like really paused to think about like what kind of a mentor I would want and you know, what, um, what impact that could have. So like in a way that was kind of me in my oblivion. Um, it was only a little bit later, like once I had a job and I found like some stability in my career that I started to think like, oh, like, I wonder what it would be like, um, you know, to have someone that is a little bit ahead of uh, my life's curve and just to be able to like bounce ideas off of them um and kind of like get wisdom and insight so that's really like when my search really started um so yeah that has been sort of like my journey and i think um like more recently like i took some kind of courses um that i was interested in like learning about like different things and i made a few connections like through that course and some of the people um, that I met through that platform, um, they do provide me with like some valuable mentorship, I can say, um, because like they are kind of women in their professional careers and they are 
a little bit older than me, but like not so much older that they're like my parents' age. So they're maybe like, you know, about like 10, 15 years ahead of me. So um, like they have a career, they um, are married, they have kids, and they're like kind of like thriving in their own element. So I think like when I look, look for the mentorship aspect of things um, in a non like informal sort of personal realm um that was one of the things that i found valuable was someone that had already like walked through some of those like um life stages like big life stages and are kind of in a place where i can see myself um being there too um maybe like one other thing that i can add in terms of like my mentorship uh mentorship search was um in like the korean church that i attended when i was younger and i think like in that community like i did learn the importance of like being able to give back to the community and to people that were maybe like less um, fortunate than where i was at um but there were definitely like some limitations to like the church mentorship I think one of the main things was that I found it really difficult to be vulnerable sometimes because of like there was that pressure to be like so um, like pristine, like you couldn't really be vulnerable about like where you made mistakes or like where you went wrong. Almost. Yeah, it's like you almost have um, to show like your best side. Yeah, and just knowing that like anything that you like shared in that like could easily kind of like get around in the community because it's such a small community um so i think in that way it was like it was a source of mentorship maybe like i didn't try hard enough and my head wasn't really in the right place when i was you know like in that water but i personally found it difficult to open up and share so yeah um how about you tk what was your experience like um i would have to say i agree with with you on that one um personal mentorship is something that is very important but yeah like kind of like what you said i didn't really have a personal mentor growing up i would say um similar to your situation because i did also immigrate to canada when i was uh like 11 or 12 so I was busy, like you, like trying to, you know, make friends and trying to make sure like I get good grades and, you know, all the extracurricular activities and such. So I don't think it was my priority at the time to find a personal mentor. And to be honest, like, I don't know if I looked hard enough. Um, like, look, like reflecting back, I don't think personal mentor was specifically something that I like searched really hard for maybe mentoring in a sense of somebody who could help me to um, kickstart my career or somebody who can guide me in the right direction um, of, you know, which paths should I take or what kind of internship experiences do I need um, to make sure like I am set up for success on my resume and like all the skills that I could possibly gather before I graduate. So um, I would say I probably looked harder from like a professional mentorship standpoint, but not so much personal mentorship. But if I were to say, like really think hard and, 
like identify somebody, I would say my dad um, and my mom. Um, not only do mm-hmm. I like look up to them because, you know, like they went through so much to like raise my sister and I and, you know, like they're amazing people. But um, they like as first of all, like my dad kind of taught me more so on the academic side, um, like work ethic, discipline, you know, all the values that I have now. Um, and then from my mom, I would say obviously she had all those values. But on top of that, she was very, she's a very giving and generous person. So learning how to kind of take care of your community, your people, like people, those around you who might not be family. Um, that's something that I I learned from my mom. And if I have any personal relationship troubles or anything like that, um, I always kind of think about like, oh, like, what would my mom do? Or like, I would ask her about like, hey, like, I'm going through this situation. Like, if you were in my position, what do you think? You know, what would you do? Um, any advice? So I would say I probably didn't look hard enough to be like, okay, this external individual can be my personal mentor and help kind of help me through a lot of my personal problems but um yeah like I'm not sure if I looked hard enough (laughs) um but if I were to really um identify people who made that significant significant impact um who could be personal mentors for me would be just my parents but yeah it just uh a, a little bit from the similar kind of start I guess with you Yuna but Ellie, like, I wonder, like, what your experience was like trying to find a personal mentor in your life? Yeah, uh, I just wanted to touch upon what you mentioned, TK, about um, your parents kind of being personal mentors. So that's really interesting because, like, for me, I didn't feel like my parents were, like, personal mentors. Like, yes, they, like, modeled hard work ethic but I felt like in terms of like mentorship, I felt like I couldn't really go to them because I felt they played such a parental role for me. And I found that sometimes the advice they would give me, I found wouldn't apply for my situation. So I found that I actually relied a lot more on like my friend's advice more than my parents' advice in terms of like what I would do in like a situation. So I found that really interesting that you um, would think like, oh, what would my mom do? Because I think I would, not like that would not be my first line of thought (laughs) um because i would like the way my mom thinks is so different and like she she has like very strong like christian roots and i uh, admire that in her and i respect that in her but i just know like her thinking process is so different from mine yeah yeah, i just found that really yeah i think um probably not until like i started working i relied a lot more um, on my parents for personal mentorship or anything like that I think growing up like obviously yeah similar similar to you like I knew kind of the role that they played like their parents right mm-hmm. so they're always worried about mm-hmm. you regardless of what kind of problem you have um, so mm-hmm. I would say like recently like as soon as I started working um, and then you know adulting <laughs> I think mm-hmm. it's when I started to realize oh you know like our parents went through that like my parents already did mm-hmm go through that so um i started kind of over drinks too like we like to drink and like talk and talk about life and stuff like that that's like something that we enjoy doing as a family so Mm -hmm. through kind of that we can have more deep kind of conversations about like their lives my life what's going on and talk about some of the problems and and stuff like that so um, i find that super helpful but it wasn't until like pretty recently like a few years ago when we started having like really Mm -hmm. close relationship 
kind of like friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was something that we like kind of kind of happened um, pretty or like pretty recently. So it's not something that I started oh. like from the get go. <laughs> I think that's so amazing that you have that with your like that relationship with your parents where you can go to them for like honest advice. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. So um, I guess like for me, I guess to echo similar sentiments to both Yuna and TK, I also had difficulty finding a personal mentor and I didn't really realize this was something I actually needed. Cause you know, when you're young, you think you know it all. Yes. Like I think of oh my, my mentality God, so back then and I was like, I just thought I knew it all. I felt like I didn't need mentors. Like I had my whole life figured out. <laughs> I knew I had like a plan, but looking back, I, I, definitely would have benefited from a a personal mentor. Um, And I could definitely speak to that because my mindset back then I feel like was so tunnel. So what I mean by that was my mindset is like all I cared about when I was younger was like, like what clothes I wore, what group of friends, and then like my marks. (laughs) Um, And it was just like, it was these kind of like singular focus goals. And I think having a personal mentor would have been so great because I think they would have brought that perspective of like what does this mean like for your life you know you're putting so much energy and effort what is this gonna lead to down the road and not having that perspective and having that mentor that's like older to kind of give you advice I realized um, made me when I was younger a lot more like focused on like these things that I look back at now and I'm like oh like that didn't mean that much like I wish someone sat me down and told me like you know marks are important but don't forget to enjoy the journey or don't forget like if you're working hard like know what that's for and still value like all these other aspects of life that are just as important those intangible things um i feel like i didn't value as much um growing up and i think that's the value of personal mentorship is they can really bring perspective and really um really help you question and think about like the deeper meanings and like the why behind why you're doing something. I felt like I was so much when I was younger, I was going and doing and do, 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 but I wasn't really sitting down and really questioning why. And I think that would be have been the value of a personal mentor for me in my life that I feel like I didn't really have. Yeah, like who would have known that like those intangible things are actually the things that like make or break your life, right? It's like we think like all those like external things that we're going to like go and like achieve and like put on our resume and like, you know, be able to like show people are like the things that, you know, make it. But actually, it's like the steps that you take and the intentions that you have and the thoughts that you have, the feelings that you have daily on the daily basis Mm -hmm. that really shape like who you are and, you know, how you feel every day. So I totally like 100% like um, could see your perspective, Ellie. And I think that's something that would be really valuable for our listeners to have is that perspective. Yeah, because I remember even like, oh, I got like one question wrong on a test or something. And I'd be like devastated. And I look back and I was like, oh, my God, like I didn't even that's not really that important now. Um, but yes, yeah, so that's a little bit of like kind of my difficulty and journey um, finding a personal mentor. I wanted to touch a little bit on what you know, you were talking about with like church mentorship. So, yeah. so uh, when I was growing yeah. up in yeah, the Korean I mean. Korean community church is such a big thing and I was definitely very involved in church like growing up in small groups and you know um, church retreats where you um, you know get really close to other um, 
Korean members of the congregation. And I think, um, and like, I would say similar sentiments, like it was a space to kind of talk about different things, Korean, Korean dramas, Korean food. So I think that was a great space. But in terms of like mentorship, I did feel like uh, it was a little bit hard to like rely or find like true personal mentors because you would filter things that you felt like wasn't appropriate or not like quote unquote godlike. So when you're like, you know, trying to maybe get relationship advice or different things that you maybe thought wasn't appropriate <laughs> to mention in a church environment, um, maybe you wouldn't have sought mentorship of that regard. Or I found I couldn't really ask those type of questions um, in the in the church setting. But I mean, I think it provided good like spiritual mentorship and thought in, in that aspect. And then lastly, um, I was able to get some personal mentorship kind of later in my life through my involvement with the Korean Canadian Athletic Association. So in this association, there were like older members um, that were already married and had like more of a further along in their career. And I remember like over drinks and stuff, it just provided that opportunity to really ask those deep questions on like what makes a successful marriage or like, you know, how did you navigate your career decisions or make like these career shifts? And it would be in these like very serendipitous, spontaneous nights that I felt like I got the best mentorship because I felt like it was authentic. It was, um, it was not like a fixed, like, hey, let's meet and talk about this. It just happened so organically. And I really value some of those nights because I do think I did get some like really nice personal mentorship in those kind of random nights out. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would say like that would be like more or less like my personal experience with uh, personal mentorship. Okay, so now we wanted to talk a little bit about some tidbits, you know, advice lessons we were able to learn from personal mentors in our life. So how about you, TK? Were there any golden nuggets of advice that you feel like you receive from different personal mentors in your life? And what difference did that that make for you? Yeah, so... Um... As I, as I mentioned, uh, I would say I can't really pinpoint personal mentors in my life, um, other than my parents. And that has been pretty recent. Um, just because, you know, I've been adulting for a few years now. I feel like I understand where my parents were coming from. Um, but also kind of throughout my time working, um, in my industry, I met amazing and incredible people that you know they will just kind of tell you something and it just kind of sticks with you so i thought um with kind of this question i wanted to share that with our listeners and hopefully these you know kind of like nuggets the golden nuggets that ellie you know you called it uh, i can share with the listeners and hopefully they stick to them as well or you know some of them you know they kind of take it away and uh reflect but uh one of them that um that really stuck to me was the advice around, hey, like people don't remember what you said or what you did, but how you made them feel. So, and I I feel like you guys could probably look back to your experiences, whether with work or friends or family where, you know, you don't really remember what exactly they did to you or did for you, but the the way that they made you feel really stuck with you. So whether it's positive or negative. So um, that this advice like really stuck to me. And it kind of meant like, always, you know, keeping my actions or the way that I communicate to other people, um, you know, to, just make sure like, I consider their feelings. 
And um, coming from more of an empathetic approach around like how I communicate um, or how I act towards other people um, and always just kind of self-reflecting on how I make somebody feel by saying or doing something. Um, I'm pretty blunt um, in personal life, not so much professional, but personally, I'm pretty blunt and very honest. And when I was growing up, I got a lot of feedback around, hey, like, I think you need to kind of soften how you say or do things because it can hurt other people's feelings. So I guess I was very icy cold <laughs> growing up. So when I heard this advice, it's really, it really stuck to me um, to make sure like I always kind of self-reflect and be more self-aware about like how I might come across to other people and how I can make sure that I also kind of keep them in mind um, as I kind of talk or, you know, act towards them. And yeah, like when you say that, I can definitely see like how that shaped like the way you interact with people and like the world. And like when I first met you, there's like a certain feeling that you get um, from it interacting with you, TK, that I think is so in line with like this um this part of you like this uh advice that you got and like just one of like um like this quote is like one of my favorites too um it's by maya angelou oh and, love um, her <laughs> yeah i love her so i just wanted to say like shout out to maya angelou for you know like putting it in this beautiful way and shout out to you tk for you know for taking it to heart and I can really see that like shine. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> um, and then another advice that I really want to share um, is I think it speaks more to any females out there, to be honest. Um, I think when we're talking to people, whether, you know, personally or professionally, we're so bound to saying sorry first um, or mm -hmm. like lessen ourselves. So true. Yeah. So guilty of yeah, that. Yeah, or like, even yeah. in emails like sorry I'm late or like I'm late or sorry I'm reaching out again or whatever it may be like we're always lessening ourselves or our thoughts or our actions um before we kind of talk about ourselves so um a, a, like another advice that I got from like a women's like leadership conference um not too long ago was like don't lessen the value of your thoughts and your opinions like don't say I feel like because people tend to think that women um are more attached to their emotions so you know don't lead with i feel like say i think like be more confident about sharing your thoughts and like kind of voicing your opinion that way and no more of saying i'm sorry and leading conversations by saying i'm sorry unless you you know really made a mistake or something um say like thank you for understanding or thank you for your patience or thank you for waiting for me or something like that so um don't like not really lessening your va like value of yourself but also value of your thoughts and opinions and i really want to make sure like our female listeners get that um, advice as well because I think it's really important to build it into your habit and to continuously think about it yeah I love that so true um, that just reminds me of like this study I read a while ago and it was saying when men like succeed they just they're um, cognitive bias like makes them think it's just because I'm awesome and I deserve it and they say that when women succeed they think it's luck so it's like, it's oh my very God. interesting. They're like, oh, I just got lucky, right? So yes. it's very different 
cognitive processes that goes on with success when a man kind of succeeds versus like when a woman succeeds. So I think that's very in line with what you're saying, Tiki, about like, you know, we need to like step up and like kind of not shrink in the face of that and kind of just own it and be like, no, like we deserve this and, you know, take, take, take ownership of that. So yeah, I, yeah. I really wanted to make sure um, our listeners our female listeners um, get that advice as well and just share that um, beautiful advice because it's so important. It's so it's still to this day a work in progress for me. Like when I'm writing an email, I'm like, sorry to reach out again. I'm like, nope, backtrack, backtrack, erase. And I'm like, thank you for understanding or I just get straight to the point. So it's just making sure like we're not lessening ourselves and what we have to say on the table Um because it might be something that we learned kind of subconsciously like throughout our lives like I think it's something that we can unlearn so I just really wanted to make sure that um, I speak about that yeah that's such valuable advice I love that how about you Ellie I feel like you mentioned um, through all of your you know associations and you know those uh, nights out um, you got really genuine and heartfelt advice from people so we'd love you to share even with us and our listeners what kind of advice that you got yeah I mean definitely have received a lot of little gold nuggets of advice through the years uh, I could definitely share a couple uh, one of the advice I definitely um, got early on is the whole like fake it till you make it um, idea so confidence is everything and I think if you exude that and um, you know kind of put yourself out there I do believe that you will learn all the steps that's required. You just need to take that first step, take that risk and kind of fake it till you make it, right? Um, and then eventually you'll get there. It's like us with this podcast, right? At the beginning, we were like, we don't know what we're yeah. doing. Um, yeah, and, so you know, and it's so interesting to see that episode to episode, we're getting better and better. And it's just like through that process, um, it's just by starting it and getting, taking that first step that you're really going to, quote unquote, make it right. Um, so that was definitely uh, an advice I took to heart. Another uh, really advice I like is like that whole idea of like cup half full rather than cup half empty. And I think that just speaks to the idea of like perspective, right? So, um, you know, life's gonna throw you a bunch of different <laughs> things, unexpected, Un unexpected, unpredictable things. And it's like you have control over your perception of it. So when you have something like negative that comes up in your life, you can see it as like, whoa, me, like very, very much a victim mindset or, and they, but they say people that really succeed and really move forward in life are the people that look at that opportunity and they see it as like, this is a lesson I can learn from. So they see it as an asset rather than something that, yeah, was like, thrust upon them and they're like a victim to it. So I think um, having that perspective of, you know, um, cap, cup half full is, is uh, something that um, I learned early on from some mentors. And uh, lastly, I wanted to speak to this advice and I give this advice, I think I actually heard about it from one of my clients and I kind of um, took forward and kind of shared with some of my other clients. Uh, and it's the whole idea of putting your own oxygen mask on first. And I think especially as women and especially with a lot of women I work with in the kind of prenatal postpartum space, a lot of women have that sense of martyrdom. So when they become a mom, they're like always like, everyone before them, everyone before them. And as a woman, I feel like we 
are that like centerpiece of a family and i think the idea of like you always need to like take care of yourself first your health your mental health so if you're doing good the whole family unit is good um so that whole idea of like always take care of yourself and then everyone also will be taken care of because you're also healthy and you could put your best foot forward um it's just the advice i like really love and have like kind of spread the word about uh yeah so th- th- those are some little gold nuggets of advice i would like to share to it with the listeners how about That's you uh advice. how about you yuna yeah ellie thanks for sharing those you know like really good um, the good ones. They're the, some, the half cup, half full, half empty one is like, it's an oldie, but it's a goodie for sure. Um, it's one of the ones that are, you know, like really rooted. Um, and yeah, when you were speaking to that, I thought of, um, something that is like, it came to me in a different way, but I think it carries the same message. And it's just the piece that, everything in your life you can see as like happening for you rather than to you so rather than something like being done to you like as a victim or as if like you have no control over it you can see it always like in a different way and that's i think the power of a of the perspective i love that like instead of to you it's like for me oh that just has such a romantic feeling Oh, <laughs> it definitely evokes a different yeah, feeling, right? Yeah. Just in the way you phrase uh-huh. things. Mm-hmm. Just that, you know, like you can take something that is the same, but it, it's all about the perspective. And I personally found that whenever I can shift from like, why is this happening to me to like, how is this happening for me? then I'm definitely able to gain something like worthwhile from that experience, whether that experience itself is positive or negative. So regardless of that, there's something that you can take away from because it's, you know, it's a growing and sort of enriching experience that you can make for yourself. Um, so yeah, I think that was, uh, one was a big one for me. And, um, I guess another one is like, I think I also just want to mention that like a lot of these like sources of like advice and tidbits, I typically have gained from like listening to a lot of different podcasts because I'm like such a podcast nerd. And I also like love like reading like these kinds of like inspirational or like type of books. And I think they are also like a great source of like wisdom and inspiration. So this one also came from, I think, um, like another book that I read is that um, this idea of like the Japanese art of mending broken pottery. And they actually like do this as a form of art, like with gold um, powder to like put together broken pieces of pottery. And it's called Kintsugi. And it just really... Um, personifies that like the flaws in your life and the things that have broken you really actually make your character and they can actually make you more beautiful like if you are able to you know like showcase it and show it in that way um so yeah i think that was something that really like touched me as well is that like your flaws actually um are like you're part of your history all the mistakes that you have made um going through your journey like depending on how you look at it and depending on how you like process it within yourself they can become you know such a beautiful part of you yeah i think um i i love that and 
I I know we're going to talk about obviously personal mentorship and non-conventional ways that we got mentorship. Um, and I, I do agree. I feel like I am not really into podcasts as much as you probably, Yuna, but I do like listening to them, you know, like when you're doing house chores or when you're walking or like when you're driving to work, it's the best time to actually like, you know, get some knowledge in and listen to some podcasts. So I love listening to like Oprah Super Soul is like one of them I really like listening to. Um, I love that and podcast. Then another one that I recommend is Think Fast, Talk Smart by Stanford GSB is a really good one. They have a lot of um, communication focused um, advice and podcast episodes. So it kind of helps me to like apply, okay, like to like personal situations or even professional situations, how I can really get my point across fast or how I can soften kind of my very vulgar thoughts, maybe in my head, you know, whatever it may be, but there are very different um, communication, like strategies that they talk about, which I really appreciate and, and, and listen to quite a bit. Um, and then for me, um, a book that I highly, highly, highly recommend to people is Gift of Imperfection by Brennan Brown. It's very thin compared to like other self-help books out there, in my opinion, but it was the hardest to get through. I don't know why. I think it was, um, it had to do probably with my perfectionism at the time to actually like personally embrace like imperfection and what gift of imperfection is because just kind of going through that book was a huge exercise for me so but it like I came out kind of like very enlightened um, after reading the book so I recommended to my roommate at the time and she loved it and she you know recommended to other friends so it's definitely something um, that I highly you know uh, recommend other people to read but um ellie like do you have any like non-conventional like media or anything that you kind of came across that you want to share with us maybe i'll also take a look at it too uh yeah absolutely i mean uh one of my favorite books is like chris boss's book on like negotiating like never split the difference so i love that book because it talks about like different strategies um of like negotiation that work in real life and if you really think about life it is all about negotiation right you negotiate your salary you negotiate um you know your friendship or you negotiate different parts of your life and um it's really cool because he used to be a hostage negotiator. So he actually negotiated in like real time situation. So I really value um, writers that like have experienced yeah. it in the real world because I was like, these techniques must work because if it doesn't work, then people are like kept hostage. Yeah, he did a masterclass, <laughs> right? Because I think I watched like, yes. some of his episodes and I was like, oh my God, his yes. his name sounds so familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved I loved yes. his class. Yeah, so I like it. And I think it's like great. It actually mentored me on like different ways of negotiating my salary, negotiating um, different roles. So I just think it's a great book to read, especially if you're taking on new roles at work. Um, and uh, similar to Yuna, I would say I'm definitely like a podcast nerd. So I've listened to like a lot of podcasts. I also commute a lot to work. So podcasts are a great way for me to to get insight and um, just grow. And I definitely love Jay Shetty's podcast on purpose. I also love um, uh, like there's also a lot of NPR podcasts I listen to and definitely like TED Talks. Listen to a lot, lot, lot of TED Talks. And I just really enjoy all the different topics they have on. And um, I remember there was this Harvard podcast I really liked on the study of happiness, where they mm. looked at, they followed a bunch of graduates um, 
uh, after they graduated and they found um, that the important factors for happiness was not actually career oriented. It was due to the um, how connected you are um, and the quality of, of your friendships and, and uh, community. So, uh, yeah, so those those topics are super interesting because I think they give you a little bit more insight on like, you know, what really matters uh, in life. Right. Uh, yeah, that's me. <laughs> I love that. Um, and yeah, I got to listen to, um, or I got to read that book that you recommended. I don't think I've read it yet. So that's super exciting for me. I have something to put on my reading list. I can lend you the book. I have, I it. have it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. I got two copies. <laughs> that's amazing. Um, yeah. So I guess I can recommend a few of my own. Um, my like all time favorite podcast, like once I started listening to it, I could not stop listening to it is, um, Brene Brown's Daring to Lead. So it Love is her. very much centered. Yes. She's just amazing in terms of like her guest speakers and just like the way she like interacts with them also brings something like really, I think like such something like really golden out of the, the amazing speakers. And it's mostly centered around like, um, the idea of like leadership, leading in different ways, um, leading in like a diverse culture. Um, she's also, um, huge in terms of like being a feminist and, um, like she's big on like racial injustice and all of that. So, yeah, like I would definitely give that one a listen if you haven't already. Um, daring to lead. And it also like gives you some like real life perspectives. Um, on like at work and um like how sometimes like i find it interesting that like really hugely successful people like come and speak to like how they have like the same troubles like in like their relationships or you know um like troubles that like i can relate to in my day-to-day life so i think i also find that aspect like very interesting um when they share those kind of challenges that are very human um, and then the book that I'm really into right now is, um, Jay Shetty published the book, I think last year, I think like a monk. So, um, Ellie spoke about his podcast. So his podcast is amazing, but like his book is also like, I'm just like reading it like ravenously. Um, and I'm highlighting a lot of stuff and he, I like the way that he writes because, he speaks to a lot of like his experiences, but he also gives like very like relatable practical tips. So there's a lot of exercises in the book that you can follow through and they really help you kind of get value um, in going through them yourself as opposed to just thinking about concepts like it's you can actually apply it to your life and what you think about your friendships and how you spend your time and what career you're choosing so that's definitely i think a big golden one um and yeah i think those are like my big recommendations there yeah and you and i feel like we need to do like a book exchange so you can take the gift of imperfection i'll take the (laughs) think like a monk um and i'll also do the exercise and i can let you know how that goes (laughs) (laughs) But um, I think to to wrap up, I think we talked about, you know, some of the personal mentors that we had in our lives, um, you know, the importance of them and some non-conventional ways that we got personal mentorship, which is awesome. I think I even, well, we have the running list here, but I'm definitely going to be 
you know, listening or reading some of you guys' recommendations just to keep my mind going. Um, but just wanted to go around the horn here and then maybe talk about like in one sentence, what would like us, Anis, want the listeners to take away from this episode? So I'm just going to pick randomly. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> this is where my heartbeat goes I off. I like... <laughs> Zero to a hundred. <laughs> Zero to a hundred. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna start with you, Ellie. As an Unni, what do you want our listeners to take away from this episode? I would say just be open to personal mentorship from all different sources, whether that be podcasts, books, um, clients, people, colleagues that you work with, just be open. Love it. How about you, Yuna? As an unni, to our listeners, what would you say to that one one bit of advice or things that you want them to take away from this? I think as an unni, I think what I want to say to them is spend some time like looking for a mentor and thinking about like where you want to be in life and maybe start looking for a mentor in that realm. Love that. Um, and how about you, TK? You guys already took all the good advice. Um, I'm like trying to think. I'm like, uh oh. Um, I would say, as an Unni, I want our listeners um, listening to this episode to take away that it's okay if you don't find like a personal mentor that sticks with you for a really long time. Like, personal mentorship, as you know, we've talked about comes from a lot of different sources, whether it's our parents, um, through friends or clients or podcasts, books. So just be open to any kind of resources that's around you to, you know, get inspired and get direction and get, um, get opportunities to reflect, to think about where you are and where you want to go and, and how you want to resolve problems and challenges along the way. So just be open-minded um, and then have, you know, our podcast and our recommendations to listen would be what I would like to say. <laughs> Amazing. Thanks, TK. So, yeah, so that concludes our time together. Um, don't forget to tag us at What Would Onni Says on Instagram and share with us, Onnis, on your thoughts on this episode. And we would love to hear from you. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Thank you. Bye.